yeah, let's go, Devils fans. Who remembers this one? This is for all the 90s Devils fans. How you guys doing? My name is Bill Botch, and welcome to The Trap. This is episode number two. In this episode, we're going to go through the 2022-23 Devils schedule and try to get an idea as to where the Devils need to be throughout the year in order to make a playoff push down the stretch. First off, we're going to start with last year, the 2021-22 season. We're going to take a look at the schedule and the Devils record, and we're going to get an idea as to where the wheels fell off. So, last year, the Washington Capitals were the last wildcard spot, and they got in, they had 100 points. So typically, in the league, you need to be around 96 to 100 points in order to uh, break that playoff barrier and get into that wildcard spot. So that's where we're going to be shooting for. So everybody remembers opening day last year. I mean, it was it was epic. Everything that could have went right did. Dougie Hamilton scores on the first shift, and then the Devils let you down, and they give up the lead, and you think these old Devils again, and then sure enough, Jack Hughes comes up and scores the goal and throws the stick into the crowd, and all is right in the world. Little did we know that uh, the next game uh, versus the Kraken that Jack Hughes was going to be body slammed in the corner and ended up uh, suffering a shoulder injury that cost him some time, and all of our hopes and dreams slowly skated off the ice and into the locker room in that game, which uh, I, I remember very clearly. Uh, in October, the Devils did pretty well. They had a respectable record. It was 4-2-1. and one. Um, They did play six out of seven games in Nork last year, so they were given an opportunity to get off to a hot start. Uh, November rolled around, and they they played at 500 hockey, so they went 5-5-3. Five, five, and three. But then December hit, and December was ugly. So in December, they went 3-8-1, and one, and the season was pretty much over by the end of the month. So we got to see two and a half months of meaningful hockey, without Jack Hughes, mind you. So it was it was tough. Then in January, they went 3-9 and nine and lost seven in a row. Seven in a row. I mean, that's tough to do. So from November 13th to December 19th, the Devils went 3-15. and 15. It was brutal. And November 13th to February 7th, the Devils went 8-26. and 26. And we were in the, the basement of the league. So February, they went 4-5. and five. March, they went 5-9. and nine. And in April, they went 3-8-4. and four. None of those games meant anything, to be honest with you. It was, it was tough to watch. So we went 11-26-4 on the road, and we went 16-20-5 at home. Now, 2022-2023, we made some upgrades. We made some coaching changes. We like where we're going. People are healthy. Let's do this. We're trying to make a run for a playoff spot. So we have nine games to start off the year. We got six home games and three away games. So I'm not going to tell you the wins and losses of each game, but I'm going to rattle off some of the stuff that comes comes uh, that sticks out to me. So we obviously we start the season. Uh, the opener is on the road versus Philly, who's a real dumpster fire. I can't wait to see what happens with Tortorello and Tony D'Angelo. That should be interesting. Um, but then we get Detroit at home for the home opener. We get Anaheim at home off of a back-to-back. We get uh, the Islanders. We get San Jose at home. Washington at home without John Carlson, without Nick Backstrom, without Tom Wilson. Um, We get Detroit, then we play Colorado, and then we play Columbus, where Johnny Hockey comes to New Jersey, comes to the Rock on Mischief Night. It's actually Mischief Day, but whatever. 
Um, can't wait to give it to him. But I got us coming out of uh, October with a pretty respectable record. We could easily go six and three. Not easily, but we can go six and three or even seven and two. So I, I like where we stand after the first month. Second month rolls around. We have a tough Western Canada road trip. So we play Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary on the road to start the month. Uh, then we play Calgary at home, who's obviously very tough. Ottawa is improved. Then we get Arizona at home, which that's obviously a favorable matchup. Montreal. Then we play Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton, Toronto. That's a pretty that's a pretty tough stretch right there. Um, Buffalo, Washington, and then the Rangers. So trying to be optimistic i still have us going seven and seven through 14 games in the month of november so we're at 13 and 10 to start the first two months of the year i like it we're 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 doing all right then we get into december now december we play 13 games this is also another favorable month for the devils so we play nashville at home we play philly on the road we play Chicago at home. We play the Islanders at home. We play the Rangers on the road. Dallas at home, coming off of a back-to-back. Philly again. Uh, the Panthers at home. We got two hard games. We play Carolina and, and Florida back-to-back on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Those are going to be tough. And, and then we play Boston twice, and then we play Pittsburgh. With all that said, I got us going, and I'm being optimistic. I got us going 9-4. and four in those 13 games, which would be very tough. But that would leave us at 22 and 14 after to finish out the year, to finish out 2022. So we would be going into January with 44 points. So right now, I, I'm, you know, you're talking you're eight games over 500. I mean, that's pretty damn good. Then January rolls around, we got 13 games. Eight of the games are on the road and we play three back-to-backs. So this gets a little tough. We got a five-game road trip. Um, so we we play Carolina, which is a tough game. We play Detroit on the road, who is obviously very improved. We play St. Louis is a tough game. The Rangers are tough. We play Carolina on the road. They're tough. Then we go out west. We play Anaheim, Los Angeles, San Jose, three games in four nights. That is going to be tough. The Kings are good. We do play Seattle. I, I think we win that game. We come home. We play Pittsburgh. We play Vegas. Who Vegas is going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're they're trying to make the playoffs after missing out last year. Um, Eichel is going to be around, and uh, and then you we play two road games, Nashville and Dallas. Those are both going to be very tough games. Um, so at the end of January, for for those thirteen games, I got us going six and seven. Just being realistic, that's what it looks like to me. So. We're looking at 28 and 21, so we got 56 points going into the month of February. Now, in February, we play 10 games. We get six home games, and we got a four-game homestand. So you got to take advantage of those of those uh, homestands. So we get Vancouver at home. We get Seattle at home. Then you go to Minnesota. That's tough. You go to Columbus. That's going to be tough. St. Louis. That's going to be tough. Pittsburgh. That's going to be tough. So you got four games on the road that are all going to be very hard. And then you get the four-game homestand. So you get Winnipeg, Montreal, Los Angeles, and Philly all every other night for the last week of the month. So looking at February, I got us going 5-5. Five and five. 
Minnesota, Columbus, St. Louis, Pittsburgh on the road is tough. So at this point, I got us at 33 and 24. So we're still nine games above 500. Now, if we're nine games above 500 in February, at the end of February, I'm going to be one happy camper. I mean, when was the last time we were nine games above 500 in February? That has been a long time. So that would be great. Now, here is where I get very concerned. So March comes along, and this is tough. You get Colorado on the road. You get Vegas on the road. We get Arizona on the road. We could win that one. But then you get Toronto, Washington. We get Montreal. I got us winning that. Carolina, a day off. Tampa, a day off. Tampa again, a day off. Florida, Tampa back-to-back. Minnesota, Ottawa. It's like, holy moly, this is like the gauntlet. I got us winning six of 17. You know, I don't I don't see us beating Colorado on the road. I don't see us being Vegas on the road. We could beat Arizona, but we get Toronto at home. I mean, Toronto's good. Toronto's putting up points. It's going to take a good showing. Then you you go out to Washington, which they're going to be healthy by then. So that's a 50-50 toss-up to me. I think we could win in Montreal. And then you have Carolina, Tampa, and Tampa, Florida, Tampa, Minnesota. Oof. I don't care who you are. That's tough. I mean, you're lucky. You're lucky if you go 2-4. and four. I think they go 1-5, and five, honestly. Maybe 2-4. and four. Then you get Buffalo on the road, which Buffalo's getting better. You get Ottawa. Ottawa's getting better. I don't think the Islanders are going to be a pushover like they were last year, to be honest with you. And then you get the Rangers. That's tough. So we went from being nine games over 500 to 39 and 35, which means we have 78 points now, and you have seven games left, and we and you have to get to 96 to 100. So you have, we start off in April, we play Chicago on the road. That's a W. We play Winnipeg on the road. That's not going to be easy. Let's say we win versus Pittsburgh at home. We win versus Columbus at home. Boston on the road, down the stretch, and Buffalo at home. So let's say we go 4-3 and three out of those last seven games. That makes us 43-35. and 35. That's 86 points. We're, we're, still, we're still not there. What, what games are we winning here that are going to get us those extra 10 points? Now I know what you're saying. We have overtime, and you can get an overtime point. And that's, that's true. But I was giving us the benefit of the doubt. This looks tough. They're going to have to be really improved if they want to do this. March is brutal. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Who, who's going to be a team that is maybe going to fall off big time this year? And another team who's going to come up. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty high on Ottawa, to be honest with you. I think I also think the Islanders are going to be a little bit better too. I don't, I don't think they're going to be uh, they're going to roll over. There's too many vets on that team. There's too much character. So what's important is you got to win some of these games earlier in the year to put yourself in a position to where if you get crushed in March, you're still there for those last seven games of the season in April. They have to start squeezing points out of some of these games that good teams get points out of, that playoff teams get points out of. And that's all coming with learning how to win. And that's why adding a guy like Palat to the team and having Breland join the coaching staff and even Andrew Burnett, it's like 
that's the difference. Like you're gonna have to teach these guys how to win. The good teams win or get points even when they play bad. The Devils are the opposite. The Devils give up points even when they play good. So that's something that we're going to have to learn how to turn a corner. And honestly, I, I think it's very possible. I think like having some steady goaltending obviously is going to help a lot. These guys are a year older, and you're, they're going to have some things that are going to start falling their way. There's no way that it can continue to go the way it is. And what they're going to need to do is they're going to need to start learning how to come out of the gate hot. And when they ha- come out hot, I mean, one of the problems we had last year is we would come out of the game, we would dominate a first period, but we wouldn't score any goals. It's like you got to put the puck in the net. So frustrating. How many posts we hit? How many times, like, Zaka missed the net? Like, we, miss, we, we don't hit the net. You start putting in some of these easier goals that finishers would, you know, finish on, you can get off to a hot start. We're going to have to win three to six games that we might be in a little over our head. We're going to have to pull them out. You're going to have to show a little toughness. You're going to have to show character. And that's where guys like Nico are, are really, I think, are going to lead the team, honestly. I think Nico's going to have a huge year. The way he played in the second half of the year was so impressive. I mean, he does so many little things, but he was driving play. I mean, the backhand sauce pass is just sweet. He's got it. I think Nico's going to go over 30 this year. I think he's going to be a 30-plus goal scorer. He's going to come out hot. We could score with anybody, but Blackwood has to come to play. He's got to be tough. He has to be a leader. He can't be. We can't be dragging him around hoping that he's going to be the future, you know, franchise goalie of the team. He's going to have to step up and win some games for us, single-handedly. And I think he could do it, but he's got to be mentally tough, and that's one of the things that concerns me about him. I'm not sure. I wonder where his head's at sometimes. You know, one of the things that could help (laughs) is the Devil fan base can be a little more aggressive and a little more enthusiastic and make it a little harder to play in Nork. And I go to a lot of games. And I speak, you know, I'm talking about myself as well. Now, granted, the team the team has to play well in order for fans to get excited. I understand that. But, you know, if we came out and we, and the, we got the rock, you know, going crazy the way that we do on opening day, if we continued that and made it a hard place to play and gave some, you know, let the energy from the crowd, let the players feel it, I think it would go a long way. I really do. There's a reason why Nashville and Tampa and... Some of these uh, arenas where their fan base is really crazy and loud and, you know, it's a sellout and this and that. And they're always there. They're always competitive. I think it goes. I think it has a lot to do with it. So I encourage fans to come out and be, a, and be a little more vocal this year because we do have a lot to be excited about. And I mean, we're the only New Jersey team. Come on. Rep Jersey. Jersey, uh, Jersey guys aren't exactly known for being the quietest people on the planet. I'd like to see some Devils fans go to the Garden, too. I, I I was you know talking to some people online and they were trying to get some people together. We got to roll up into the garden wearing our colors. I go to a lot of concerts, so I'm at the garden quite a bit, and uh, I always wear my I always wear my Devils jerseys. People get such a kick out of it, um, especially Islander fans. I see a lot of Islander fans that'll that'll they'll they'll give me the high five or they'll give me the f the Rangers kind of thing, and it's fun. And I went to the game last year where uh, it went into that crazy shootout where Kreider ended up scoring. It was a great game. It really was. Um, and that's at that time, the Devils were still kind of, you know, there was still a little glimmer of hope. But uh, if anybody plans on going to the Garden for any of the Devils away games, um, definitely hit me up and let me know because that's something that I'm interested in. 
think tomorrow I'm going to be on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this is uh, Billy Botch from The Trap signing off. Peace.